Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Champ We Are United podcast. I'm joined this evening by two of our contributors, and uh, let's just do the introductions. First of all, it's a good evening to Matt. Yeah, good evening, Goal. Good evening, everybody. Nice to hear from you. And of course, Simo. Nice to hear you, Simo. Hi there, Goal. Good evening, everyone. I hope you're both well. All good. Very good. Yeah, coping, coping with the heat nicely. Yeah, it's very warm. Yeah, wait till tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm six foot six. It's snowing at the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, you have what... a different weather to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I've got grey hair. That's not that's not grey hair. It's snow. <laughs> okay, let's uh, run through uh, the running order. I should get a thesaurus for that, shouldn't I? Run through the running order. Uh, okay, they've been so... extinct for millions of years, mate. I wouldn't bother. Say that again, Simo. I said they've been extinct for millions of years. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, very good. Oh, but well, yeah, we should, we should get, get that any sound better effect. than that. So, good night, everybody. We should, we, should, we should get that sound effect added in, or, or maybe just bleep, bleep out the jokes. Yeah, well, we wouldn't have any content if we bleep out the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love coming on and doing this. I really do. Anyway, okay. what's, a what's a thesaurus? Should I look it up in the dictionary? All right, move on. Do you know any other words for a thesaurus? I've done that little silence on purpose because a little tumbleweed went by. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry, 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 Gold. Yeah, we interrupted you. What's the um? Yeah, what's the order? Oh, you want the running order now, do you? (laughs) Please, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, we'll begin with Matt doing uh, a continuation of his uh, Roy of the Rovers annual review of 1974, which began in the last episode when we had our second interview with with David Skew, which was an absolute joy, wasn't it? Really, really enjoyed that. Oh, superb, yeah, superb. Um, And then we'll move on uh, to a non-comic subject, but something that is relevant to me as well. Uh, So uh, I'm a talkie fan. I don't know if I've mentioned it before, have I, Simo? Uh, No, I think that's a fresh one on us. I don't think we've heard that one before. Yeah, no, and uh, very famously, very... Actually, I'm not going to go into the story now, but we'll be talking about the famous police dog incident where uh, Torquay stayed in the Football League by about 10 seconds after a police dog bit one of our players but we'll talk about more about that later on and the yeah, reason we'll, we'll, we'll lead up to that what we go oh dear that's rough <laughs> I'll try that again that's rough yeah oh, very good uh, I think I think yeah I think we got it. I think we heard it thanks do you know what? We're about five minutes in, and I haven't even got through the running order yet. <laughs> um, yeah, after that, back to Matt for on this day, and it'll be a scorcher, I believe. Is that yeah, right, Matt? Scorcher. Yeah, scorcher for 1974 as well. Yeah, of course. I've only got right. comics and books from 1974. It's quite a niche area, but you know, yeah. You look like you're from 1974. <laughs> <laughs> So running order, wasn't it, Goal? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then uh, um, Beano Comic Library will be the next subject. Back to myself. And uh, then we'll finish off with the addresses and the goodbyes. And, of course, Simo uh, is here to be the voice of reason. I think that's what we'll call him from now on, where Matt and I are doing uh, different subject matters. And then Matt, uh, then uh, Simo can join in with, well, it seems, with jokes. <laughs> Well, I'll try. Yeah, very, very trying. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) uh, Don't forget, you can get in touch with us. uh, But again, we'll give the addresses later on. So uh, that was was quite a long haul, wasn't it, trying to get through that? Certainly was. It was. So over to Matt for the first uh, content uh, subject matter. Uh, um, And uh, it's the 1974 Roy the Rovers Annual. Over to you, Matt. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Carl. Yeah, so 1974, Royal the Rovers Annual, as you say, um, this is one which we, or I touched on um, in the last episode with, with, with David Skew, because he has a starring role within it. Um, he has a feature within it, so I won't go through that in much detail, but it's right to go through the rest of 
rest of the annual. It's uh, Mr. Tiger Roy the Rover's annual, because um, obviously there's no um, Roy the Rover's comic at the time. Um, it was 70 pence. And wow. um, I think I think I touched on it last time. There's, it's actually a sports annual. Um, and it'll be it's amazing the different types of sports that are actually in it. So there's there's not many strips in it. There's two comic strips, both Roy the Rovers, which I'll which I'll go through. Um, that's actually sorry to interrupt. That's actually a, an interesting point, but because I assume there was a Tiger annual at that point still, wasn't yeah. there? So all of the strips from Tiger would be in Tiger annual. Exactly, and also I mean I haven't got a 1974 Tiger annual annoyingly, but I've got a 1975 one, and interestingly that one isn't sports because obviously by then tiger was all sports um but it's it's still as as adventure stories are are in that annual as well so yeah you've got the roy the rovers annual which is full of all sports and then you've got the actual tiger annual which is sport and adventure so yeah it's just a bit interesting um i love that sound effect that was great page turning i love that (laughs) Yeah, it cost a fortune. That yeah, sound effect. Pay rights for that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm putting my expenses claiming to you later, goal. So hopefully you sign it off. Um, right, yeah. So flicking flicking through. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go through every single page because there's just so many different sports in there. But we come to the first um, comic strip. So it's a Roy of the Rovers one. Um, I'll put it on the screen so you can kind of. Get a, get a feel. I don't know if you can kind of see it there, but it's it is classic, classic uh, goal scoring uh, like yeah. draw. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it was. I think this is uh, Yvonne Hutton, the artist at this time. It definitely wasn't yeah. in, in the actual comic. Um, and looking at the style, it, it probably was her. So I'll, I'll I'll give a brief kind of synopsis of of the story. Um, uh, yeah, so Milchester are in the. Uh, the away leg of uh, it's in the European Cup, um, and they're playing the worst football for some time. And basically, that yeah, they're not doing too well. Um, they go two nil up, two two goals down, um, and I think and this is this is quite this is quite topical actually because um, Roy says we yards too slow, all because we're suffering from too much football. We've lost our appetite for the game. We're stale, you know. I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to touch on the England performance from last night. Or, or some of the excuses made for it. But, um, you know, even back in 1974, clearly people they were playing too much football. But anyway, carry on. Um, what they, what happens is one of the players, um, uh, Jumbo, Jumbo Trudgeon, who was the millionaire who, who played for him throughout the 60s and into the early 70s, he has an idea to take him away on a kind of holiday retreat um, to kind of freshen them up etc for for the return leg you know because they're two nil down um but he's, he's taken because he's a millionaire he's actually bought them an island they bought an island um in the scottish the scottish um hebrides and they take him up there uh, fly them up there and the and the person who's in charge of the island who's like um you know he has this kind of health retreat is a person called hamish mcfit hamish mcfit i suppose if you're <laughs> going to be a a fitness instructor that was, you know, it's probably preordained if you called McFit, aren't you? Really, what a coincidence, eh? What a coincidence, unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, so they they um, do lots of various activities, they go up and down mountains, carrying rocks, um, getting really super fit. But kind of halfway through the story, Roy talks to Hamish and says, We seem to have done everything except kick a football. What's all that about? And he goes, Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm going to do a Scottish accent. Rab, please don't shoot me. Um, uh-huh. He goes, "Oh no, laddie, that does not come into any of my methods." But in a Scottish accent, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm not even sure what that was, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not even sure it was. It was probably my Southeast London version of a Scottish accent. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so obviously they're they're not playing any football. But, but what they did do is that they, they got hold of some shirts, a bundle of shirts, and they, they did some heading practice. So you've got the pictures of the Rovers doing some heading practice. Anyway, they, they, their, their journey or their, their stay on the island comes to an end. They fly back to Melchester, and this is the home leg. And so they're kicking off. 
And what do you think happens? Well, because they haven't been playing any football, they just can't even pass the ball together. You know, a week without, even though they're top footballers, a week without kicking the ball and they just can't control the ball or anything. They go another goal down, so they're now three goals down. Um, and, and it's half time. And what usually happens, obviously, in a Roy Rove story is that suddenly, you know, there's a, somebody has a great idea. It's usually Roy. And so in the second half, bearing in mind, you know, they did that heading practice earlier on in the story. Guess what? But they just start heading the ball to each other throughout the second half. Um, within five minutes, they've scored two goals um, just for heading the ball. And then at the end of the, at the end of it, they win 5-3 in aggregate. Um, wow. And that's it. So there you go. And, and Roy finishes off and he says, he's talking to Ben Gallery and he said, you told me to use my head when I first signed for Rovers, Ben, and that's what we did tonight. So there you go. That's it. Using his head. So that's, a bit that's, weak, but hey, still good. It's an annual story. Annual stories are always yeah. pretty weak, weren't they, really? Yeah, um, they've got to have a beginning and an end, haven't they, compared they to have. this weekly yeah, story. Yeah, you can't really kind of form characters or storylines or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, looking through the annual, so you've got to think it's this is 1974. That's an all sports annual. Um, it would have been, you know, probably pulled together in 73. You know, so you've got to think what's happening in the world of sport around then. Obviously, the 1972 Olympics. So there's a section on Mark Spitz there. Oh, yeah. For the listeners, he's showing a picture of the page on the annual. Um, audio description audio description is very good yeah um there's pictures of leeds won the fa cup in 1972 so there's billy bremner there and don revy um just showing the pictures to the guys there on the screen um yeah actually yeah this is this is quite interesting there's a picture of malcolm mcdonald so super mac yeah this is when he's playing for newcastle and it says down here now he's hit his 100th league goal, league goal and is a strong contender for Sir, Sir Alf Ramsey's 1974 World Cup squad. Well, well we all know there's no such thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, move on. Yeah. Move on. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Um, there's some random pictures of there's Lee Trevino there. Nice colour photo oh, yeah. Lee Trevino. Harvey, was it Harvey Smith? Was it Harvey, Harvey Smith? Smith? Yeah, Harvey yeah. Smith. Harvey Smith, there you go. Roy of Rovers annual. Did you ever think you see Harvey Smith in the Roy of the Rovers annual? Yeah, he, he was he was uh, great in the cure. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's Robert Smith. <laughs> One of my favorite bands. One of my favorite bands, the cure. Um Friday I'm in love. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday I'm on the podcast. Um <laughs> that was a great effect simo, by the way. Keep going with the sound effects. Oh, he's gone. He's, got, he's gone. No, no. He's, he's no, no. I'm here. There's a, there's, a, there's a feature on Switch to Soccer. This is an ITV. So typically in annuals, they used to have um, features of behind the scenes in TV programmes. I know Football Focus, Match of the Day, that type of thing. But I, I don't remember, I mean, you know, both of you two are far, far too young. And even I don't remember. Switch to Soccer must have been some sort of ITV programme somewhere in the country i've never heard of i've never heard of that no, one never heard of that one at all no me too i'll have to have a look at that online and search it next yeah. time and then there's a uh, royal the rovers the other stories is a, is a weird one because it, it seems like it's come out of a either a previous annual or something because it the the artwork is totally different to the yvonne hutton one earlier on um and this is a it's a longer story this is the rovers are offering them in the states um, I won't go through this one in as much detail, but um, essentially um, Blackie Gray gets um, kidnapped um, by some gangsters. Um, and yeah, in the end, he gets shot at. They play American football. Um, and in the end, I think, um, yeah, everything works out well. And the Rovers end up beating them at soccer or something like that. It's a, it's kind of typical annual story again. Which carries on later on in the actual annual, so you get the first start of it there. 
Right, so oh, oh, yeah, there's a quiz. So know your sport. So I might ask you a couple of questions on this and see if, see if this works on the screen as well. Um, and we can do an audio description as well. Um, all right, let's have a look. So, have a look. so bearing in mind it's 1972, well, 1972 doesn't really matter. It's good. Anybody know this, this, um, this runner? Can you see that? Mustachioed, mustachioed person. Briefly, I'm just going to say, go on, go on, Simo, you go first. Is, is that Quantarina? I've never even heard of Quantarina, but it could be. I don't know. But it's I think not, he was a I know South not... American runner, and he's got that kind of uh, Latin kind of look about him. Well, it, it, as a clue, um, he it was supposedly, you know, do you remember the 118, 118 adverts? And... Oh, yeah, that's who oh. it was based on. It was supposedly based on him, and he, he actually organised the um, London Marathon. When it, when it oh, oh hang on, hang on. Uh, 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 Chris Brasher? No, no. One. Yeah, it was the other one. Yeah, Dave Bedford. Dave oh, Bedford. Dave Bedford. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know the name. Um, I, I have a little passion about the London Marathon because I've, I've actually done and completed three of them, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. That was well before they became Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! I did say of reason. Yeah, with yeah, those jokes, you'd be the voice of treason. <laughs> and another one here. All right, don't lose your head. <laughs> oh, do you see that one? Is, can you can you name the people in that photo there? Is that is, is a boxing that, shot? Was that Ali on the floor? I was going to yeah. say Cooper and Ali, isn't it? Yeah, Cooper, Cooper and Ali. Yeah, I, I love. Did they fight a second time? Don't think so, but I, I might be wrong. In, I, I thought they fought in the mid sixties. They, so they fought they, in did they meet again. They, they, well, the question. I think they did actually. I think you're right, Simo. I think because that looks that looks like a definitely older version of Cooper there. But he knocked him. He knocked him down. Didn't he? I think famously knocked him down in '63, just before yeah, the bells. I mean, of, and then there's a bit of conspiracy um, wonder that he ripped the yeah. glove deliberately to buy himself yeah. time. Exactly. And that's the count went on for about nine years. <laughs> yeah. So um, well done, but yeah, you're right. There was some sort of um, dodgy, and I think I think his, his trainer, Ali's trainer, actually owned up to it, didn't they? Um, yeah, so. there was some that like he, he ripped the glove deliberately or something. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, he thought, yeah, I mean, they, I don't think they were fighting for the world title then, but it was a fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we got the obviously another one, which is a favourite for Royal Rovers fans, was the. Henley Royal Regatta, you know, it's it's a staple oh, yeah. of um, absolute favourite, yeah, lovely. absolute favourite. Um, uh, looking through, let's just do a couple more. There's one on tennis, on Stasi versus Stan Smith, 1972, obviously. That was the year I was born, by the way. Oh wow, and yeah, and and you, Simo, as well. Yep. Wow. God, we should do a 1972 special. I've got a 1974 special, but um, we should do a 72 special. If we do, you, you have to dress up as Dave Bedford. <laughs> well, there are other yeah. out there, by the way. Yeah, there are. There are. Um, then we've got we've got motor racing. So we've got yes, one for, one for David Skew if he's dialing in. We've got Emerson Fittipaldi. I think he yeah. I think he won it a couple of times, and. Um, and Speedway, good old Speedway. Used to, Speedway used to be really big in the kind of 70s and early 80s. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. But that's that's it. So essentially, you know, that's that's the, the annual is just two comic strips, both were the Rovers, and the rest just like loads of sport from kind of 1972-ish and, and some pretty random ones in there. But that's your 74 annual. A good one to have what it would become. Yeah. Sorry, was that something, Simo? I said it's very different from what it would become then. It was yeah. hardly any comic strips at all. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, so I did the 78 one a couple of episodes back, and that's, you know, that's just four years later. It's totally yeah. different. So, yeah, I mean, clearly, like you said, you know, they had the, the Tiger annual as well, and um, it would have been, must have been interesting what was going on, bearing in mind that clearly... Scorcher was yeah, Scorcher was running then as an as a all football um comic. 
and clearly around about that sort of time they were thinking about actually launching a or Fleetway, you know, actually launching a all football comic, which was obviously Royal the Rovers in just a couple of years' time. So yeah, that was quite quite a key period, I guess, for football comics mid seventies, really. So, so going back to the first Rover story, sorry, Gold. You know the, yeah. the first Rover strip that you did. Yeah. Um, does it say what round that was in? Did it say whether it was a, a second round, quarterfinal, semi-final, whatever? Uh, yeah. In the away leg of their game against Dinamo Zarek of Hungary, they were playing. They were no. All oh, right, because obviously the, the the calendar was very different at the time. I mean, if it was with a quarter final, that would have been like early March. So if they were already complaining of um, too much football by that stage of the season, that that's not very good at all. Well, this yeah, exactly, yeah, good point. Um, and this is the randomness of it. Obviously, this would have been released seventy Christmas seventy three, wouldn't it? Really, um, and that was always the problem with the annuals. That's why they typically would have, you know, a summer jaunt off to you know Europe or the US or Australia or something like that um because it just they could never tie it in with a normal season could they really um no. but yeah yeah so nothing changes in football people are always moaning about you know now we're gonna have five substitutes aren't we for next season yeah, yeah. they've been training in, in in a Cornwall league uh kick-ins instead of throw-ins apparently it didn't yeah. go very well yeah, I've heard I've heard about that in yeah, the last couple of days they're on about doing that, aren't they? Yeah. But just, just ruining the game now, it's getting ridiculous. Oh yeah. It's, it's yeah. just going to encourage more and more teams to just lump it in the area, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's, it's a sorry state of affairs. You know, we're yeah, it's bring the pod down. But I mean it's like at Millwall this season, I don't know what it's Said at um, Scunthorpe and um, Torquay, but yeah, it's the first time we're not having um, programs this year. I don't know if you guys have got rid of your programs yet or or whatever, but yeah, we still have ours, and I'm, I'm a, a a big program collector. Uh, um, I Likewise. have about twenty thousand. Um, wow. Um, and a high number of those was a, a person who was giving up his collection. Uh-huh. Um, so I've probably got pretty much everything dating back to the war um, and more. Um, but yeah, we, we do did continue having um, a programme, which is good. good. What about, what about Scunthorpe? What about Scunny? Uh, in all honesty, I've not been down there in, in such a considerable amount of time. I, I really couldn't tell you. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I actually haven't been down to the ground to watch them for, in a lot of years. I, I just don't agree with the, the price they're charging. They're going to be they're going to be twenty. I think it was twenty five pound next year for non league football. That's, that's that's incredible. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, they had a program then, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Some do program. programs. Programs here, eight pages, twenty five creeds. I tell you what, there's a funny story. When I was younger, I always remember this. You get like the football paper after you know, like half past five being yeah, sold yeah. outside the football ground like in the early 80s and there were there was <laughs> there was a seller now the, our local paper was called actually it doesn't matter what it was called because it's not relevant to the story but there was this person old, i want to know now it was called the herald express okay oh the good old herald express yeah and, and there was a woman that would and she'd be go <laughs> and, I, I, and like then then nothing <laughs> And it, do you know what? It took me about six years to work out she was saying evening paper. Really? She didn't, any, she didn't sell any for six years until you worked out. <laughs> Sounded more like Beaker off Sesame Street. <laughs> it was Beaker. The Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Can I do a question of Beaker on, on an uh, audio podcast is, is tricky? Well, yeah, but. I don't know. I don't think you, you're quite close. Go on. I can do Mr Burns from The Simpsons. Was he in the Muppet Show? I can't remember. Did he used to sell the league paper outside of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can do Scooby-Doo. Oh, I can do Scooby. Go on then. You do your Scooby-Doo. And I'll, and all, right, I'll do. all right, then. You go first. Oh god, I'm just I'm done this for so long. 
<laughs> Yagi, Yagi. That was such a bad run. Ah, go on then. Do, do, Ready do for your best. Well, go on. Do you know what? Now that you've done mine, I've kind of forgotten how. Now you've done yours, I've kind of forgotten how to do mine. Yagi. <laughs> Yeah, that was better. It was, it was, it was definitely better. Yeah, yeah I'm going to give you the points on that one, Gull, I think. Yeah. You're listening to the Chand We Are United podcast. <laughs> what is wow. happening? I wish we should do Hanna-Barbera cartoons uh, one podcast. Was I Wacky Races one of, one of those? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I'm a big fan. I've got yeah, quite a few books on them. And, um, I loved yeah. Wacky Races. All right. I might end up and dropping the Beano one until next week because we're going off on some brilliant tangents. But uh, just a quick uh, pop quiz about uh, Wacky Races for you, uh, for both of you. Okay. So, what was the sequel to Wacky Races called? Oh, um, that's what, um, it was um, Stop the Pigeon, wasn't it? Well, that that sort of came out of it, yeah. Uh, you know, with uh, Dick Dastard. Yeah, it was Penelope Pit Stop. I can do an impression one. of Mutley. <laughs> of course, you can. Very good. All right. <laughs> Excellent. The sequel was called Fender sure. Bender Five Hundred. Oh, really? I've not got that in a million years. No, Fender no. Bender. And, and you'll know this, so... Uh, was it Fender, oh, a, a character out of Futurama, was it, as well? Fender was, yeah, but I Bender, mean, yeah, yeah. Bender is, is, I think, the, the, the American word for... Uh, uh, what's the bit at the front of a car? The bumper. Bumper, yeah. Bumper, yeah. yeah. yeah and under 500, I think, is a reference to the, the Indy 500 type stuff. Right, right, okay, um, okay. But, yeah, and every race, Dick Dastardly would like you know never win would he of course he did, he he did win some he, he was definitely some. the fastest guy there because he always managed to get back in front to set another trap didn't he yeah you've beaten to <laughs> it i was going to say why didn't he just go and win the race and you're right he did win one race matt but he was a the, few i think two, two or three maybe i was disqualified he was disqualified in the one i remember but uh yeah wacky races he was, he, was, he, was, he was definitely like, he was seen to me like Terry Thomas. Do you remember Terry Thomas, the old actor? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. William. Sniveling, filling hound. That's really good. That's That was your Dick Darsley, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. No, it was me doing an impression of you doing a Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Right, okay. Sorry, Rab. I do apologise, Rab. Please. Good evening, Rab. If you're listening in, of course, it's uh, uh, we miss you. Absolutely. Yeah. Come back. It's it's, it's, it's all going to pieces, Rab. Please come back. Uh, did you hear about the on... Scottish Red Indian? Oh, here we go. Go on. Hawkeye the new. Oh dear. Oh dear. Look anyway. at Matt. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> Seeing Matt on the screen there, just ah, oh, he nearly fell asleep then. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, about the, did, did you hear oh, about the Scouse Red Indian? Go on. <laughs> Hang on a mo. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, is it time to wrap up yet? Or is it, are we, what's the next item? What's the next item? Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next item. Uh, thank you for prompting me there, Matt. <laughs> Um, okay, going a bit left field on this one. So in, in the last week or so, Matt's sent me a uh, podcast from uh, different people. There are other podcasts, are there? Well, um, and yeah, the, less popular ones. <laughs> the subject matter was uh, about when the very first season of automatic relegation out of the Football League. So one team went out of the Football League. Now, this was big news at the time. Uh, because prior to that, it was um, it was uh, a vote. So uh, I think th the bottom three oh, were yeah. put into a vote. Re-election, wasn't it? Yeah. Re-election, that's right. So this was the very first season. And Torquay had been rubbish for the prior two seasons, bottom of the league. In fact, I remember seeing like a drawn cartoon in one of the papers and it had a, 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 um, a person in a shark-infested lake and he was wearing a, a T-shirt that said Talkie for the Cup. And his mate was saying, what, <laughs> yes. what are you doing? What are you, do you know it's coming, Simo, don't you? 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Shark infested. He said, don't worry. Not even a shark would swallow this. (laughs) It's very good. Um, Anyway, I digress. So this particular season, uh, Torquay had been bottom all season. um, And it went into the final game. And Torquay needed a point to stay up. Um, The other team that were involved were Lincoln City. Uh, So... The game kicked off. It was against Crew Alexandra. Um, Platt was there as well back in 1987 for oh, wow. Crew. Okay. And Torquay went 1-0 down at home, then 2-0 down. And I can't explain to the, the listener of modern times how emotional it was to think that your team was going to fall out of the league. But it and never were, happened. How, how old were you then, Go? I was 15. Um, it was just so emotional and the crowd went into the second half and uh, the crowd got a bit restless on what's called the popular side and were fighting amongst themselves because the emotion was just too much and some police dogs were brought in. Now, um, in the meantime, Torquay got one back, making it even more nerve-wracking. So it's Torquay one, crew two, and there's about 10 minutes to go. And all of a sudden, one of our players, Jim McNichol, uh, goes to run out and pick the ball up for a throw-in and is running towards one of the coppers. And the police dog thinks, oh, he's going to attack my master, turns around, takes a lump out of Jim McNichol's thigh. Uh really nasty as well and the game was stopped for four minutes um while they just wrapped bandage around him because he said i'm not coming off we've used our one substitute there's one substitute back then substitute yeah yeah and he carried on limping around like you know uh, good on him um because it was do or die we needed that one goal and it 90 minutes were up and it went into stoppage time. Of course, you wouldn't have had boards put up by then. Yeah. But 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 you know, I've I've seen the video since, and quite famously, uh, there are there are four. There's four minutes of uh, additional time that were played, and within with three minutes and fifty seconds, Torquay scored, and stayed up, and Lincoln City were bottom of the league for ten seconds out of the whole season and then went out of the league. I mean, that's... And I was there for the game. I was there. You know, I'd been supporting for about five or six years. And do you know what? The actual emotion of it, I cried for about half an hour afterwards because it was such a release, which is so difficult to understand to someone listening to this now. But it really was. You're absolutely right, because when you think about it, I mean, going out of the league now, you can come back up next year, can't you? But back then... It just didn't. It didn't happen, did it? I think, and I can't remember. Should have checked these stats beforehand, but not many clubs were actually elected into the league, were they? No, I mean, it was I very, very rare. Wigan coming up in seventy-seven, I think, or Wimbledon maybe seventy-eight or something. Um, but it's very, yeah, it was very yeah. rare, very it's, rare. The fear back then, I think, was because it the non-league wasn't as professional as what it is now. Yeah, no, it was almost like the end of the world, wasn't it? Whereas now, if you go down, it's like, well, we're still a full-time club, you know, we'll. There's always a chance you bounce back, but mm. back then it was very much the unknown kind of situation, wasn't it? It was yeah, kind of what happens now. I can totally understand. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, um, picture as a fifteen-year-old mad on football. Yeah, I mean, I remember I, I I I would cut out paper cuttings back then from like local and national papers, which I've still got actually. And uh, amazingly, to put it into context of how amazing that was, uh, the na- one of the national newspapers had the story of it on the back page and called it one of the most astonishing goals in 100 years' history of the Football League. That's how big it was, you know, the fact yeah. that it was the first season and it went to the wire. It's funny, isn't it, because you've... I mean, it's similar to, um, was, it, was it Jimmy Glass, wasn't it? Carlisle. I was just going to say that. It was kind of yeah. superseded by that, wasn't it? Yeah, but it in, it's, a different, it's a different era, isn't it? Because I think if you had the internet and social media around in those days, people would be more aware of, because I'm sure I would have been aware of it back in 87, 
but yeah. you know totally totally out of my mind until I, I you know I heard it on that podcast the other day yeah but I watched a documentary because they, they made a documentary about it didn't they and the yeah. documentaries done done really well actually I think it's done really well they, they interview some of the um ex-players but yeah I think they would have been a lot more famous it's just just the time when it was really yeah there was um yeah. there was some that kind of documentary on netflix called losers that's the one. That's that's the one. that was one of the sections on it wasn't it about that yeah. exactly yeah that's what i watched him yeah yeah it's really good and the thing that made me laugh when i was listening to it matt um and and um <laughs> i'm not going to do the impression but the guy that scored the goal was like you go yeah I, i'm not unfortunately I'm not, I don't, Unfortunately, he wasn't in a Hanna Barbera cartoon. The person who scored the goal. So actually, yeah, I'll do it in the style of uh, um, James Mason. Hang on, the actor. I, James Mason, will play the part of Paul Dobson from Talkie United. Um, so anyway, no one knows who that is. Why did I do that? <laughs> I do know James. It's very good, James Mason. It wasn't bad, was it? Yeah. Thank you, Simo. Better than uh, Paul Dobson, got, anyway. <laughs> it sounded a bit more like Mr. Right. Burns from The Simpsons, but you know it's close. <laughs> That's they, all get there, they all get there eventually. <laughs> Hello, I'm James Mason. Ooh, Smithers. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway, how far are we into the podcast? Have you got a timer on your screen there, Matt? Yeah, we're about forty-five minutes in. Oh blimey, I might I might have to end up uh, dropping. The Beano and anyway, we'll come to that in a second. Um, what was yeah, I gonna say? Going back to the um obviously the, the dog story. Yeah. At, at the time, actually, that it wasn't really that you know, before the game, that wasn't the big story. The big story was actually that it was Burnley were also in danger of dropping out of the league. Yeah. And obviously, because they were a former league winner, that was that was like the big story of the day. Yeah. Were this former league champion gonna drop out, yeah. you know, drop into non-league? And then it was well, you, all yeah, it you was make like a good Torquay thing Lincoln thing was like a, you know, it was almost like it, they didn't even really exist. It was, it was all about Burnley on the day. Exactly, yeah, because being original members of the, yeah, and you make that's such a good point as well because it was actually four teams involved, but one of them played on Friday. Tranmere were in danger of going down Tramier, as well, wasn't it? I think, and I yeah. think they, yeah, and I think they played on a Friday, but. Um, yeah, but I was going to say about Paul Dobson, the bit that made me laugh was, it was he and his uh, Scouse accent just said something along the lines of, you know, oh, I nearly did it then. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. He said, you know, we went out and we were on, you know, I won't use the word, a swear word, but we were out on the alcohol for at least three and a half nights. <laughs> you know, know it's a different, uh, you know, different time, wasn't different. it? You know, Different, but different yeah. type. And didn't he say, yeah, I was out on a bit for three years, three, yeah, for three nights. Really matter, I was though, after the end of the season, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It. Did he say he's divorced the, the year later? Season. Yeah. So hang on. I, I, I mean, I, go on. Going off at a kind of a slight kind of link to that, obviously, the fact that you were saying that it was the only time in the whole season Lincoln had actually been bottom of the league. Yeah. Um, Obviously, your situation, Matt, and it's probably bringing back some bad memories for you. Um, but wasn't there? Wasn't it? Was it about nineteen ninety six or ninety seven or something like that, where Millwall went down on the last day of the season, where they'd been top at Christmas or something like that? That had the most, one of the most dramatic fall offs ever seen. And it, it was like at one point you looked well, like you were going. Out. We've, we've, we, yeah. There's, there's been two. I can think of two famous seasons. Well, for us anyway, um, there was one because. Twice we've been in the um, well, well, yeah. Tw- two, we've had two seasons in the top flight, so the old first division. Um, the first season was eighty eight, eighty nine, where we 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 did quite well. We finished tenth. Yeah. And the next Terry season, Herlock actually, and all that. Like, I remember. Yeah, Herlock, Sheringham, Cascarino. Cascarino, yeah. Um, so yeah, Ruddock as well at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ruddock in that first season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to go misty-eyed now. But um, yeah, but the second season, we again topped the league after about three or four games. And then we, but we ended up bottom. I think we had the lowest points. I think we had 20 points or something like that. So that was in 1990. And then you're right, yeah, 96. This was, um, I won't go over the whole history, but Mick McCarthy was our manager. And we've been in the playoffs the year before, but we didn't make up for the playoffs. This is, we're in the second, we're in, 
Division One at the time, so second tier. Um, but yeah, we did top it under Mick. Um, then he went off to the island job in February '96. Yeah, and yeah, and last the last game of the season, we were, we were relegated. Which we, we can only draw with Ipswich, so we were relegated um, on goal difference. So yeah, and then, and then we went into administration. It was a, it was a happy time. Well, same season, end of that season. Yeah, yeah, that's when Theo Perfitis came and took over. Did, um, so, did you get a points deduction that year then, or was no? It... This is it's pre, it's pre that time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I don't remember, don't recall them getting a points deduction, but obviously, yeah, that was something that came in later then. Yeah, yeah. Then we had Billy Bonds took over, and then um, then we managed to get a couple of decent players like Neil Harris and Tim Cahill, and then we we had a couple of decent seasons after that. So. But yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Some some big big falls. But I think we touched on this before, haven't we? All our three clubs, you know. Um, you know, if you get a bit of glory, then you know there's going to be a, a fall just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the beauty of supporting a smaller club, isn't it? You know, it is. You've got to yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts, because it, you know, it's not going to last forever. Absolutely, I, absolutely. I mean, I touched upon this over the last year, and, and we did follow the uh, Talkies journey in the playoffs in the podcasts last mm. year, but. Yeah. But you know, I I, it, I have a weird emotion. Torquay got to the playoff final last season to try and get back in the league. We finished second. We were top for quite a lot of the season. We finished second, and we played Hartlepool, and uh, we were one nil down. And um, in the ninety fifth minute of ninety six, there's a bit of a theme here, isn't there? Mm. Our goalkeeper mm. scored the equaliser, taking it to extra time, which. In the end, we we did lose on penalties, penalties but yeah. to me, that's one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah, it's a weird emotion. I've never experienced a high like that because it was like, uh, when oh, I can't, can't even... imagine. I can't. I can't imagine that. I've never. Yeah. Um, but also the disappointment as well of losing in the you know in the penalties. But hey, I mean the emotion yeah, is, is got the high and the low within a space of a few minutes, didn't you? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fo- football can do that to you more so, I think, than any other sport. Definitely. Yeah, and, so, and you know, and like closing the circle, going back to that police dog game. Hmm. As I said earlier, you know, I was only uh, I was only fifteen at the time, and ah, oh, I couldn't stop crying, and I and I don't, I couldn't work out why I couldn't stop crying, wow. because it was just such a, you know, it was, it was. Yeah, it was just too much just emotion. To it's just too much emotion. Yeah, exactly. It's got to go somewhere, hasn't it? Yeah. You can see that emotion in the fans because carrying the manager, Stuart Morgan, round on the shoulder. Um, you can see it in the documentary because it's the actual footage from the game, although some of it has been cleaned up, is from just a, a local guy who would video the games. It, oh, wasn't, wow. like, it wasn't like local, local TV coverage. Martin Tyler wasn't there, was he? No, I know. It was like... There's no Aguero <laughs> moment, was it? <laughs> was it Dobson? Dobson? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Uh, anyway, should we go so, back on track? With it being mean? such a late goal, is there a goal? track? Yeah. Goal. I'm here. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. With it, with it being such a late goal, I mean, I, obviously, I haven't heard anything. But was there any mutterings at the time that there was a, any discontent from the other games that maybe you know? because the game had overrun and it was such a late goal that there was kind of any shady goings on or anything like that? Was there ever any complaints from the other, other clubs involved that they felt that, you know, something had been manufactured or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. And of course, with no social media back then, you know, people wouldn't have been complaining in the way that they do now. Oh, I yeah, hear But I think yeah. it was such a, a bizarre, unique set of circumstances, you know, you know, this guy had a lump out of his leg. You, you can't, yeah, I, you can't you manufacture that. And no, no, I, I didn't mean. I meant oh, just no. the fact that obviously, once they got into the three, you know, into the three and a half minutes of stoppage time, would the other games have been over and crew kind yes. of maybe, you know, stopped playing kind of thing? You know, was there anything? Was was there any ever whispers that maybe they kind of just stopped playing kind of thing? I think uh, that crew were playing to make history. They wanted right. to be, I suppose, 
they wanted to be the ones to, to be the first club to knock but a team to send the team down. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you do you do realize that at this point in time there's like three Lincoln City fans on a podcast just saying, yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? It was fixed, absolutely fixed that 86, 87 season. <laughs> Well, actually, they, because obviously they won't let it go. They won't let it go. Scunthorpe's had their own kind of um, controversial situation this season with the last game of the season. Obviously, with with Bristol Rovers overtaking Northampton on goal scored on the final day, they they needed a, like a five goal swing. Oh, they did. Um, and obviously, they beat Scunthorpe seven nil. Need and they, at that point, with Northampton winning, Bristol needed seven to to go up, and they got seven. So obviously, there was you know and. But That's you know, Scunthorpe did it? send did did also send out a weakened team. So obviously that did you know upset a lot of people. So mm, it, yeah. you know, it, it you know these these things do kind of you know you can understand where the the rumours totally come from. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. But you make a good point, by the way, uh, that if there are any by any small chance any Lincoln fans, uh, or even anyone that remembers this or has seen the documentary on Netflix. Do get in touch. We'll do the addresses at the end of, of, the, of the podcast. I'd love to get your feedback. And, and if there are any Lincoln fans, I'd love to hear what you thought about that. I've got a memory, and I can't remember this. Uh, well, talking... that's not a very good memory then, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I realised what I said. <laughs> that's, I that's classic, that... girl. That's classic. You've got a memory, but you can't remember it. <laughs> What? <laughs> exactly. I, 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 Torquay did end up falling out of the league uh, a, a while later and then went back in and then have fallen out of the league again. I think I might be completely wrong on this, but I think Lincoln did end up going out of the league. Again, forgive me, Lincoln supporters, if I'm wrong. And, yeah, I, think, did, yeah. and I think Lincoln replaced Torquay, I think. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. It's quite ironic in the end, but I might be wrong. Uh, no, Lincoln came up a couple of years after that. Right, okay. I think it was about 2016, 2017, something like that. Because it, it was the year they also went and had that incredible cup run. It was the same year they came back into the league, I, I believe. Because right. they ended up going right through to about the fifth round or something like that. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, while we're on the, the subject, you know, the obviously the, the talking about the conspiracy theories and thing. Yeah. Um, there was actually a similar situation a couple of years later with Scunthorpe. Now, I don't know if there's any truth in it or not, but it, sometimes when you look at the circumstances, you do wonder. We'd got to the last day of the season and Scunthorpe were in the last promotion place. And they obviously they were sat third and that second place with Tranmere playing fourth placed crew. Now, the only possible way Scunthorpe could not go up was if they lost and Crewe at least got a draw. Because Tranmere, basically for Tranmere not to go up, they'd have had to lose and Scunthorpe would have had to win as well. So we'd gone to Orient and had an absolute nightmare, got played off the park. The Tranmere game got held up by 15 minutes. Uh... At the time the Scunthorpe game finished, Tranmere were winning. Obviously, they were up. Crew were losing, so they weren't going up. And in that extra time, Crew got the equaliser. Both sides went up at Scunthorpe's expense. So you do, you know, mm. not saying there was anything definitely there, but you can understand where, when things like that happen, why they, they're so keen these days to make sure that all the matches, you know, as much as possible, <laughs> um, finish yeah. at the same time because it's you can, stop things yeah. like this happening. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, where where, where there's um, doubt, somebody's going to come up with a conspiracy story. Yeah, that's they? it. It just always leaves that opening, doesn't it? It does. It does. That's fascinating yeah. stuff, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Football's a cruel mistress, as they say. It is. Definitely. Most uh, anyway, should we, should we get back on track? I'm going to suggest something now, because we like to keep the podcast to about an hour, or we don't want listeners falling asleep. I'm happy to uh, drop mine. You know what I'm saying. I can do this another time. It's up to you to go. No, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy because uh, we've not do, done too much comic, comic stuff. Just do that one and I'll, I'll hold on.
Matt, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just, just faded out slightly, but you, you yeah, come back you, now. You, you did your famous Norman Collier impression, goal. <laughs> Listen, I don't do Norman Collier impression. I'll leave it alone. It's your wife. <laughs> okay, shall I do? Shall I do on this day then? Is that okay? Because it's one of the regular yeah, yeah, features. And, yeah, uh, it is. It's, it's yeah. in memory of Rab. It sounds like he's passed away, but obviously he's still alive <laughs> and kicking. Um, but in his honour. So, yeah, so I've chosen, I mean, I think typically I'm going to do Roy the Rovers just because I have many, many more of those. But um, I do have some Scorchering scores. So this is a 1974 to kind of, as I said earlier, marry up with the 1974 theme. Um, and it's from the 15th of June. And that, 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 sorry to interrupt. That's why I suggested to do yours this time because it ties up the 1974. That's theme. a really good point. That's, yeah, love it. So yeah, so here's the cover for for you two. Um, obviously, it doesn't help if you listen on the pod, but that's the cover. There, fantastic cover. I mean, Scorchers. I mean, for me, I was I was too young. I didn't start reading. I guess I think Tiger in about 75, probably when I was about six. Um, so I never actually bought school. I, I bought. But I did have quite a few of the um, annuals. But um, yeah, when you look at Scorcher, it's a great, great comic, really. You know, it's the first that the one comic. Skid Solo in? No, no, that, no, Skid Solo was in um, Tiger. Ah, right. Um, Scorcher was all football. It's the first all football uh, comic. And I think on the previous pod, I think it was, um, yeah, because Verso um, did a piece on it. I think it was on episode 19 on Scorcher. So mm -hmm. I won't talk about too much about Scorcher, but... Um, yeah, it's so I've got I've got a few of these, and this was fifteenth of June seventy four, right bang just be just before the nineteen seventy four World Cup, you know. So I think on the annual year we touched on uh, Malcolm McDonald potentially being in that famous England nineteen seventy four World Cup squad. Um, <laughs> this actually <laughs> deal, this actually deals with reality. I yeah. it just it just focuses on um, the things which did qualify. So I'll, I'll go through it. Um, but a lot of it will be on the World Cup. There's Nipper, Nipper, there that ended up in Roy the Rovers, didn't it? Yeah, it did, it did. Um, and um, started out in score and war, I think it did actually. Nipper, um, uh, but it came into scorching now. Jack and Jimmy, so we've got Jack and Jimmy, so it used to be Jack of United and Jimmy of City. Now they they by now they're combined in Scorcher, both work, both playing for the same team. Um, I think the artist is Barry Mitchell. Yeah, Barry Mitchell. And um, yeah, they're both playing for Castle, Castleburn City now. Then we've got 1974 World Cup, World Cup chart. World Cup, World Chart. Look at that. You, you can't beat them, can you? you no. It hasn't been filled in, so whoever had this, it's um, pristine. Every, every World Cup, it's got to be a World Cup World Chart and not finishing collecting the Panini stickers every time. Yeah. It's tradition, isn't it? It's tradition. It is. It You're going to finish it this time, but then you don't. <laughs> but next time I might. But I won't. Yeah, I'm going to get. I'm going to be getting mine. So we'll have a little swaps, uh, and we'll do a yeah. section on on the Panini sticker albums as well in a future oh, podcast. Yeah. Because I think, that. I think yeah. I don't know if Simo agrees, but I I think we we all we've all sort of said that we'll do we'll go weekly during the World Cup because yeah. there's yeah, major two yeah. as yeah. opposed yeah. to Fortnite. Sorry, carry on. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so obviously, I mean, the, the World Cup in, I mean, I don't remember the 74, and I know both of you two just just mere toddlers at the time, going for your terrible twos. Um, but, yeah, there, there was, I think there's only, how many teams in there? I think it was 18 teams. It wasn't a lot of teams in, in, in the World Cup. There's no excuse for us not qualifying, obviously. Um, but, That's probably why it wasn't filled in. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But obviously, you had the famous East Germany played West Germany. Didn't they? Because they, they they drew each other in the group stages. Um, yeah. It's the only time they actually played each other. But anyway, looking through Billy's boots. Billy's boots was was in Scorcher before um, it went into Tiger eventually. Then we got Hot Shop Hamish. Oh, wow! In Scorcher, loved Hot Shop Hamish. I think I've said it before. I wasn't too keen on Hamish and Mouse. Um, no. 
I prefer them as individual strips, but this is a good one. Um, there's, there's a team of the week. So this is what they did in the school chairs. We've got Stoke Bishop Primary School. So you've got a picture of that's the school kids, their school football team. Oh, that's a good Which idea. It's, it's a, yeah, I think it's really nice that's touch. That's a nice actually. touch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine that, you know, you've got your picture of your school team. Um, fantastic. Yeah, they're all eight and nine-year-olds. Um, then you've got a, a World Cup booklet. You know, these kind of cut out and keep jobbies, which we used to do. You've got Franz Beckenbauer there, the Kaiser. That's a good idea as well. Yeah, it's a good comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, they really should do stuff like that these days. They really should. Oh yeah, yeah. I would love it. I would love it. Um, they got another strip there: the boy in the velvet mask. Slimy. Sounds like a film. Yeah, the man in the iron mask. Yeah. This is an interesting one because it's um. I just read the kind of the brief um, preamble. Alan Hemmings, son of an ex-England goalkeeper who had been paralysed after an accident on the field, had been forbidden by his father to have anything to do with football. But Bill Blake, manager of third division side Linchester United, persuaded Alan to sign on and keep his identity secret by playing in a mask. <laughs> so, uh-huh. you know, the fact of wearing a, a velvet mask, he's um, you know, incognito. You know, nobody, nobody would recognise him. You know, it's a classic like Bruce Wayne, um, you know, Adam West, and the old Batman. You know, that's nothing. You know, Batman has nothing like Bruce Wayne. I've never ever heard of that strip at all. No, no. no. I, it rings a bell, but I don't remember it in much detail. But I quite like the the idea of it. Really, um, I might have to buy more more copies just to find what actually happened. Um, and then we've got. Um, We've got some adverts in here. We've got it's a World Cup fact. It looks like it's Paul Trevelyan, the artist, um, just going for different facts of the World Cup. Goal poster. This is Pete's page. This is this is where um, people can write in the questions. So this this is probably another reason why you haven't got football comics anymore because everything here you could just find on Google now. Yeah. Um, can you please, one of them is please? Can you tell me the address of Burnley FC? <laughs> um, Burnley, Turf Moor, Burnley. Exactly. Um, could you tell me which team has won the Irish Cup most times? You know, stuff like that. Len Torren. Linfield. Linfield. Well done, Simo. Point to Simo. Um, Lags Lamy. 11. Lags 11. Can you see that? Yeah. This is, this the is... new one. I heard of that one. Yeah, so this is the team made up of um, that rings a Lags. bell. Lags is the clue. Um, it's a prison team. So there's there was there's a character called Willie Smith who is known to his powers as brilliant genius. Um, and he and I think I think the idea of the story is that they're trying to escape from prison um, whilst playing football. So it's I suppose it kind of plays into escape to victory. Um, there was a porridge film, wasn't it? Where they, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. I accidentally yeah. um, um, got out of the prison and tried to break back in. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. So I think it plays into that. And when you've got to think about, this is 74, so it's not long after, you know, the great train robbery and stuff like that, you know, all these kind of crime capers, it was all uh, quite popular. Actually, the artist looks like the same artist who did um, The Hard Man later on, potentially. Just looks a similar sort of style. Um. And that's and, and Bobby of the Blues. That's that's one you must have heard of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the, one of the major threads on on the website is what we've called, you know, um, well, it's it's the stories that are in the Roy of the Rovers universe, and it yeah. surprisingly there are about thirty two. Uh, whether it be team names or, or you know, Nipper, Bobby of the Blues, I think is one of them. Um, a lot of the stories can be linked to each other and be same universe. So that's really interesting. But we've touched upon that in a far distant cast. And on the site, yeah, 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 etc. So that's that's a, that's a, that's always a good one, Bobby of the Blues. I remember that one. And finally, at the, on the back page, there's, there's an advert for Cresta. Do you remember Cresta? Of course you do. I'm just, wait, I'm just waiting for another um, impression from Goal. Can you do? Do you remember doing an impression of um, the Cresta Bear? Do you remember that Goal? 
No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Fluffy Man. No, do you remember that? No. Oh. No. Is it well, you're older than us. I know. Those three, now, right? those three years make such a difference, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were born in the '60s, and we were born in the '70s. Good night, Irene. I know. I'll tell you what. The '60s was a crazy time. You have to be there oh. to remember it. I know Mick Jagger. <laughs> I can do Mick Jagger as well. Come on then. Who, who hasn't? Hey. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Quick. You ready? Yeah. Oh, it's Mick Jagger. You, you nearly laughed into your water there, Matt. That was, that's, that's, I think that's the best one you've ever done. That was pretty good. That Do you know what? Good. There's a great, just before we begin to sign off, and, and I will say thanks, Matt. I know it's been sort of top heavy with your comic stuff, but it all ties in with 74. I do, I do appreciate it. No, um, no, I've enjoyed it. A great clip on YouTube talking about Mick Jagger of um, David Bowie on Parkinson. And he tells a brief story about um, go, uh, going to one of the early Rolling Stones concerts. And there were like not that many people there. And um, uh, someone in the audience, he, he said, shouted out to Mick Jagger, um, get your hair cut. And David Bowie continues the story and does a Mick Jagger impression, and it is so funny. And so he says the story, he says, and the, and the bloke in the crowd says, get your hair cut, and Mick Jagger went, oh, I look like you. <laughs> oh, you really have to search it out. It's so funny. I'll look, I'll, I'll, I'll look up. So he's on Parkinson, was he? Was yeah. If, uh, if you search Bowie does Jagger impression on YouTube, it is hilarious. Bowie See, does Jagger. That's a that's a hell of a rumor, isn't it? I mean, oh, oh, yeah, impression. Yeah, okay, got that. Okay. Oh dear. So yeah, apologies to some of our listeners that we haven't done all the content that we said, but boy, did we go off on a tangent tonight. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah, go. No. Yeah, really, really enjoyed just, that. Just, yeah, yeah. Just so take just it the... wherever it goes. All right, keep it PG, Simo. What? <laughs> you're on a completely different subject yeah. to me there yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't catch that but maybe that's your that's yeah maybe that's your uh brain going off at a different tangent there go on i didn't hear you catch that maybe on the playback i hear it okay uh so yeah next time i'll do uh, a section on the beano comic libraries look forward and- to that um, Matt will have another on this day and uh, a couple of other things we'll both do as well. Simo yeah. will be here. Um, and that's about it, really, isn't it? I think we've uh, covered everything apart from the addresses. Yeah, and I think also the um, there's a new book coming out, isn't there? There's, um, uh, there's a Rocky Race book coming out. I know we had David on the 100 million pound game didn't we that's later on i think it's in july but there's a new you know of the new um the new um roy the rovers coming out it's it's on rocky it's called game changer so i've ordered that anyway so i might be able to do a bit of a review of that if it comes through and i get a chance to read it all has that one been advertised for quite a while because that name rings a bell for some reason i think i've heard of that somewhere i bought it yeah i bought i think i pre-ordered it in april so it's been, a, yeah, and it's it's not on the website, annoyingly, but I think, yeah, I think I've got an email. It's came up on their Facebook page anyway. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I can cover that next time, guys. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Time for the addresses, I think. And yeah. uh, uh, first of all, Twitter, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, so the Twitter address, so please get in touch with us there. It's at champ underscore... R, so it's A R E, the word R, at champ underscore R. Brilliant. And if anyone does want to get in touch with any questions or uh, discussion about things we've said today, any Lincoln fans out there as well, do get in touch. And also, you can join us on our website, over 55,000 posts over a decade. And it's uh, www.com champ we are united dot proboards.com you'll be made very welcome if you do join us uh there you go that's the addresses it's been a good one today chaps yeah excellent really enjoyed it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it has been good fun yeah
time for the goodbyes. It's a goodbye from Simo. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, it's goodbye from Matt. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. See you soon. And it's goodbye from myself, Gull. Take care. See you next time. <laughs>